You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's rely on someone who's down the belly of the beast. Bobby Belt, 105.3 The Fan, Dallas Cowboys insider. Bobby, I'm sure everyone's just sitting there saying, it's okay. It's okay. We won the World Series. It's okay. Right? Everyone's fine. Right? Yeah. No, no problems. Yeah. Absolutely. This is a Texas Rangers town. Always has been, always will be. They carry the ratings, uh, you know, so that, that's the big deal here. The Texas Rangers, we're still holding on to that. All right, so how chaotic is it down there right now? Set the scene. Uh, you know, there's, there, there's a little bit of a calm, and, and, and the Cowboys did this a couple of years ago when they fired Jason Garrett, where everybody was was kind of waiting for something to happen, some big explosion post game where Jerry comes out here and gives us one of his famous, you know, firebrand quotes, or we hear, you know, stuff leak out that night or the next morning. And the Garrett thing ended up lasting for about four or five days while they kind of evaluated things. And I get the sense we're, we're kind of in the same holding pattern here where they're going to evaluate some things. They're going to do exit interviews and we may not hear anything on the future of Mike McCarthy until, you know, Thursday, Friday, something like that. But there is a lot of, you know, chatter and expectation and, and curiosity, I think, surrounding this team right now, just from analysts and fans and everybody else. But, you know, I think the overwhelming thought at this point is that if you were going to lean one way, people at this point are expecting that Mike McCarthy will be fired. All right, so then let's cut right to the chase because the reason we're having you on here, WEEI in Boston. Besides you're an excellent person and, oh, yeah, and you're and you're highly educated and excellent at your job. Well, but, that's baked in. It's Bobby Bell. Okay. It's baked in. We, we, we yeah, know that. Of course. But the yeah, reason we I'm have – Rangers take. Exactly. <laughs> but the reason we have is not only is McCarthy definitely securely on the hot seat right now, but – Bill Belichick is a free agent. He is not currently employed. The Patriots moved on from him on Thursday. Um, Your perspective, your thought on the potential pairing of Belichick in Dallas and also what the vibe on that is down there and if people would, uh, would like to see that or if they'd like to see it potentially go elsewhere. You know, there's an interesting split, I think, when Belichick comes up, and, and that's among the fans, and I think – if you were to privately talk to people within the Cowboys organization and just ask, you know, pull some individuals there and just say, hey, let's say Mike gets fired, Bill Belichick, how would you feel about that? I, I think surprisingly you'd have like a, a, a faction that would say, yes, gung-ho, bring it on. This is the type of coach we need. We need somebody who's going to keep us disciplined and everything else. And then I think there's another portion that would be a little hesitant and would say, 
look, Belichick's going to kind of want things his way. Uh, you know, this isn't a guy to necessarily come in and push you over the top, push a group over the top. He'll want to kind of potentially tear things down, build them back up to his specifications. And so it would feel like t- taking a step back. Uh, and I know that, you know, they've built a, a very strong roster and it's due in large part to Will McClay and the scouting staff that he has here in Dallas. And I think that there would be a natural tension there potentially with, with, Bill's ideas on personnel and what Bill wants and and then what the scouting staff would want. And so if there would be any friction there, that might cause some opposition from people within the building. Now, ultimately, it's all up to Jerry Jones. If Jerry Jones wants Bill Belichick and Bill Belichick wants to be here, it will it'll happen. And then no sort of protests from anybody, I think, will, will matter at that point. Um, but I do think that there will be there would be some people that would probably issue some concerns, not, not outright objections, but issue some concerns and just say, hey, is this the best fit for what we do here? And that's not even getting to the point of, does Bill Belichick potentially have any reservations about how things operate here in Dallas? Everything you hear from people uh, around the Cowboys and, and close to Jerry Jones is that Jerry is very high on Bill Belichick, and Bill Belichick is very high on Jerry. They have a good relationship, uh, and that extends to Stephen Jones as well. That uh, Bill has a good relationship with Stephen. And so uh, I, I think that they – would absolutely consider working with each other. I don't think that that's something that's off the table. It's not this impossible relationship, but I think there are other factors there that other parts of the organization would have questions about. Cowboys insider Bobby Belt of 105.3. The fan in Dallas joins us on the Harbor One Hotline. And and so, Bobby, one of the things or a big problem with the Bill Belichick dynamic here was picking the players. And you had made mention that the Cowboys have picked very, very good players. Who ultimately has the final say in terms of picking those players? When you when you credited the roster, you did not credit Jerry Jones, and I don't think Jerry Jones is probably going out and and breaking down and scouting everything. But this is this is sort of the gray area that we lived here in New England, which Bill Belichick. How much say did he have when they picked a kicker in the fourth round? What is the dynamic like there? And if it has worked so well. Why would you change anything? So the Cowboys have a very unique, at least from the draft. So, so free agency is a different question. But free, in terms of the draft, there is a really thorough, unique scouting process that the Cowboys go through, and they've got a, a unique structure relative to the rest of the NFL. So it's, it's like this proprietary formula almost that they consider it and, and the way that they work. And so uh, strong scouting staff that then works with Will McClay, who is essentially their, you know, is, is in essence the role of general manager at a lot of teams, but here in Dallas, he's just senior uh, vice president of player personnel. And so Will McClay helps kind of build their draft board and, and present everything. And then when they sit down in the room, it is, you know, draft board is up there. They've got their player stack and it's, Mike McCarthy, uh, Will McClay, and Stephen Jones kind of making their points with maybe scouts or coaches coming in and arguing for certain players. And then Jerry Jones takes in all the information and, you know, tells them which direction to go. Now, Jerry is, has, has changed a lot in 20 years. You know, 20 years ago, he was dictating a lot more than I think he is now. Now he's kind of taking in more information gathering a consensus and then just ruling on what he is sensing the consensus is. So Jerry gets credit for ultimately building the consensus and presenting it, but it is a, a number of people who, who contribute to the process. And I think the biggest voice in the room, the most influential voice when Jerry's taken in that information is Will McClay. All right. So 
now we and we're with uh, Bobby Belt here from 105.3 The Fan in Dallas talking uh, Belichick, Dallas Cowboys, the the whole nine yards between that connection. So uh, the one other thing I want to get to here with you with with Dallas is Dak Prescott because. Um, mm-hmm. Dak is obviously, you know, he's on he's on a, a large deal. I, I forget how much you know better than us how, how many uh, how many years are left on his contract, but he's owed a lot of money. And I'm curious mm-hmm. your thoughts on Prescott, whether they do make a coaching change, whether they do stick with McCarthy. I mean, Dak was obviously one of the better quarterbacks in football for the entire regular season. Finally, was limiting turnovers. You know, through 30 plus touchdowns this year. But once again, they come up short in the postseason. And I don't think that's all on Dak. Obviously, the, the defense was a relative sieve yesterday on that uh, Jordan Love offense. But I guess your thoughts on Dak and uh, what they should do at quarterback moving forward and if, if you think he'll still be uh, the quote-unquote future with, with the Cowboys. So I am a big proponent of Dak Prescott. I'm, you know, there, there's a, a lot of negative talk that's been around. I, I've always been a believer in what Dak okay. has done since he's been here and believe in the trajectory and believe in – not just who he is as quarterback, but the, the intangibles and how uniquely that's applied within being the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And I think that that's not something you can easily find anywhere else. So it's a, it's a very rare trait that when coupled with his football talent, I think makes him a rare commodity. Um, he has a year left on his contract, a massive damn near $60 million cap hit coming up in the offseason. They cannot carry that into the offseason. So what they are faced with essentially is they are going to have to give him an extension this offseason just to massage that number, do something with it. Um, and so naturally with that, they're probably locked in for another couple of years because Dak has all the leverage here from just a financial standpoint. When you just look at the books, that's where it is. Now, if Dak Prescott was a free agent and, and money was no factor, would they be evaluating some things? Potentially, um, just like they're evaluating things with Mike McCarthy, because in the playoffs, this has been an issue the last three years. You, you had two horrible games against San Francisco and you have this collapse against the Green Bay Packers that, that starts to raise questions about is the stage too big for you? And that's not generally been a question about Dak in terms of mental toughness and, and his preparedness for games. But these three games, I think, have just made people pause a little bit and say, is there just a, a level of you know playoff choker here? Um, and that's a fair question to ask. It's something that Dak is really going to have to work to, I think, reverse the narrative on moving forward. And, and it's a label that right now is probably fair to stick. Um, but one year left on the deal, they're going to have to extend them just to get the financial flexibility they need. Maybe they try to build some escape hatches within the, the language of the contract or the structure of the contract. But I would say it's really difficult to see him them moving on from him any time in the next two years, essentially. All right, Bobby, we're taking a deep breath. All right, everybody, everybody, the, the, the adrenaline has been rushing in throughout Dallas ever since the loss, probably ever since the first quarter yesterday. But now we're looking at the Dallas Cowboys, and we mentioned Belichick. We mentioned Dak Prescott. Bobby Belt of 105.3, the fan. You're the GM. You're the guy. You're Jerry Jones. Congratulations. Tell me. Thank you. Tell me. You're welcome. So at least I can do. Uh, we pay in T-shirts and smiles and GM positions. Uh, but oh, t- t- tell me, tell me how to fix the Dallas Cowboys. Maybe it's Belichick. Maybe it's a new quarterback. Maybe it's something else. But you have to fix what what needs to be fixed. They can't have the same results. Results business. How do you fix things? Yeah, I mean they've got so much talent. Um, the, the problem, this is one of the things that we've said consistently over 105 through the fan this year. Dallas, just as a talent base, 
they have a top five roster in the NFL. They are one of the five most talented teams in the NFL. They are one of the 10 dumbest teams in the NFL. They are a stupid football team in a lot of ways. They, they make bad mental errors. They're just usually so talented that they can overcome a lot of it or, or they're blowing teams out. So the little details don't matter as much. Um, and, and then when, you know, you step up and you get in a close game, they are really accentuated or when you go, or when you're going up a really smart or, or tough football team, then it, it really shows up there. So, I think that they've got to become more a more disciplined football team. They've got to get better at you know attention to details. They got to become tougher. There are times they've improved from the last couple of years when San Francisco really punched them in the mouth uh, two years ago. But this, you know, there there were still issues at the end of the year in terms of their toughness and their physicality. And the run defense has been a problem for several years now. They just their linebackers take bad reads, you know, step in the wrong gap, and it just creates these massive issues. So. I would say they really need to strengthen the linebacker core, figure out the run defense a little bit, and then, honestly, they, they need a culture change. Because I'm not saying this is the reality of what happened, but when you watched the, the game on TV yesterday, did that not look to you guys like that is the way a team would play if they were trying to get their coach fired? Like, <laughs> like if, I asked 53, if I asked 53 players, get your coach fired, they would play like that. Now, that may not be what they were actually doing, but that's what it looks like they were doing. And so I, I think that there just needs to be a shift in this culture. I, I think they honestly need a little bit of a drill sergeant. And I know we've thrown out the name Belichick here. Honestly, I think a name that if they were to move on from Mike McCarthy bears watching that that would fit and check a lot of boxes of what they're looking to change uh, is another name that's relevant in New England. And that would be Mike Vrabel. I think Vrabel would get I think Vrabel would get some serious interest from them. All right. Bobby Belt, 105.3 The Fan, Dallas Cowboys insider. Man, I know that things are busy. Things are popping there. We really appreciate you taking the time. You offered a perspective, which we desperately needed. Believe me, Bobby, we desperately needed this. This is the the epicenter of the football world today, Dallas. So congratulations on the Rangers World Series win, by the way. (laughs) Absolutely. I was going to say, it's not that busy a time. You caught us in the Rangers offseason. Take care, (laughs) Nathan Avoldi, for us. Yeah, yeah, we're sitting here just trying to evaluate which uh, pitcher that needs Tommy John we're going to sign next so that we can have a whole rotation that comes back in July. See, if Jerry Jones owned both teams, they would sign Jordan Montgomery today to take all the heat off the Cowboys. So there you go. Uh, although That's that wouldn't the work. Move. <laughs> all right, Bobby, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Thanks, guys. All right, Bobby Belt, 105.3 of the game. Uh, I'm sorry, the fan uh, in Dallas.